Welcome to the Gary Baumgarten Report, the podcast where newsmakers and other interesting people are actually given a chance to express their point of view. Any opinions expressed are not necessarily those of Gary's employer or sponsors or anyone else for that matter. They can form their own opinions. And just because Gary interviews someone or raises a topic doesn't mean he's making an endorsement. And finally, Gary will never tell you who to vote for because he's not qualified to make your mind up for you. So now, without further ado, here's Gary Baumgarten. Well, thank you, Zach Hartman. Obviously, there's a lot of attention on the presidential election, but that election is mirrored, I think, because we all know that's a very contentious campaign. In a campaign in New York City for Congress, where Max Rose, the Democrat, representing Staten Island and a slice of Brooklyn, is fighting for his political life as Republican Nicole Malitakis, who is a state assemblywoman, is really giving him a run for the money even though he's put a lot more money into the campaign than she has. And we're pleased to have Assemblywoman Maliotakis with us today. Thank you for joining us. It's great to be with you. Thank you for having me. So am I correct that it's fair to mirror these two campaigns? Because I didn't see the New York One debate. But my reading of the debate is that it was as contentious, you and Max Rose, as the first debate between Biden and Trump. <laughs> well, look, it was it was actually a very good debate, and I had the opportunity to expose Max as somebody who has supported the dangerous policies of Bill de Blasio, those that have released criminals back onto our streets, that have made us less safe, deteriorated the quality of life. And I also got to hold him accountable as somebody who votes in lockstep with Nancy Pelosi and the Socialist Squad. In the campaign, he tries to acts as if he's a moderate, but he's certainly not that. When he goes to Washington, he does exactly what Nancy Pelosi tells him to do, and it's against the values of this community, which is why this race is so contentious. As you said, it's a close race, having me up slightly ahead in the polls by you know 2% in the latest poll. I'm glad you mentioned Bill de Blasio because lately the two of you have both been trying to out-attack de Blasio. He's trying to separate himself from the mayor with his public pronouncements and in the ads that I have heard. Well, it's because I have a lot of credibility as somebody who has held Mayor de Blasio accountable. As you know, I was the Republican nominee in the mayor's race against him in 2017, garnering 67% of the vote in this congressional district. And Max Rose has supported the policies of Bill de Blasio, whether that's eliminating bail, closing Rikers Island, releasing criminals back onto our street, building a jail in Brooklyn in the neighborhoods of which we'll live. This is the reality and the contrast between the two of us. So now he's in a desperate attempt to save himself. He's trying to do anything he can to distance himself, not only from Bill de Blasio, but Nancy Pelosi as well, who he votes 97% of the time with. And all of us who live here and in this area recognize that Bill de Blasio is probably the most disliked mayor in the country right now. The issue is is that people want to have law and order, and right now they see that our mayor has disrespected the men and women of the New York City Police Department. He also cut the budget a billion dollars, has made us less safe. He has, he has taken away the anti-crime unit, which was plainclothes officers that seized guns and drugs off our streets. The problem is, is that, you know, Max Rose has been there every step of the way with him. He actually marched in front of the local police precinct with those who were calling to defund the police and holding derogatory signs toward our police. And, and this election has really 
law and order has really become one of the most paramount issues in addition to restoring American jobs lost during COVID, making sure we reopen businesses here locally, also making sure that we preserve the American dream for future generations and stop socialism. That's why I'm going to win this election on Tuesday, because those are the values of this community, and that is what I stand for and I'm fighting for. You anticipated my next question, and it had to do with defunding the police, and you have hammered away at Max Rose for his position. He was at a Black Lives Matter rally where they were calling for the defunding of the police, and he insists that you are mischaracterizing his position. He showed up there. There were these derogatory signs to the police. He continued to proceed to march with them, and then he stood in front of the precinct and remained there as the group was chanting, defund the police. I don't know what the, where the mischaracterization comes in. You know, he even went to Washington and voted alongside Nancy Pelosi and the Socialist Squad to allow the Attorney General to strip funds from our local police departments if they didn't meet demands set by the House Democrats. It was a one-party bill that they voted for a while back. But when you look at what they're doing, even with the COVID package, they want to jam in convicted felon release. If you hit the age of 50, you get an automatic release, regardless of what the crime is. They want to put in there cash bail, getting rid of it like they did here in New York, which has been a complete disaster. So there's no doubt that there is a distinction here between what Nancy Pelosi and Max Rose are offering in terms of law and order and what Nicole Maliotakis and Donald Trump are offering. And I'm going to get to your association with the president in just a minute because I think you're almost unique in that regard, at least in these environs. But I want to talk about something else that he failed to vote for, He does have a record, obviously, because he has served a term in Congress. He voted against the $2.2 trillion coronavirus relief bill. How does that set with you and with your potential constituency? It's funny because he voted for the initial bill. And after I started hammering him on all the things that are in there that are ideological wish lists, He turned around and then voted against it the second time. So no one really knows where he stands these days. But the fact remains that a vote for Max Rose is a vote to keep Nancy Pelosi as the Speaker of the House. It's it's a vote to keep empowering the Socialist Squad. And quite frankly, they're the ones that are responsible for the failure of passing a COVID relief package, trying to jam in changes to our election law, illegal immigrants receiving stimulus checks, and laws that put criminals back onto the streets, all into something that's supposed to be tailored aid for the American people and for small businesses that are struggling. What's really shocking is even when the Republicans put up just a small bill just to release the PPP funds that our small businesses are desperately waiting for. Remember, these are approved businesses, and there's already allocated funds. It's just a matter of passing this little simple law to release the money. And Max Rose voted against it with Nancy Pelosi. So, you know, you say you support small businesses in the district, and then you go to Washington and stop this precious aid from getting to them. And these businesses are hanging on. I mean, Mayor de Blasio and the governor are hammering them, keeping a, a lot of these businesses closed or at minimal capacity particularly our restaurant industry, they're hurting and they need the support now, not three months, six months, or even a month from now. 
He also voted to impeach the president. He voted to impeach the president after he said he wouldn't. And that is part of the problem. On the campaign trail in 2018, he said he wouldn't impeach the president and turned around and did. He said he was going to be independent of Pelosi, then turned around and voted with her 97% of the time. He said he wasn't going to take special interest money, then took over half a million dollars in special interest money. It's, that's the problem is now he does have a record and is not a good one. And the people of this district, I could tell you with early voting numbers, they're coming out in large numbers, large numbers. I think there's going to be a clear message sent to not only Max Rose, but to Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, to Nancy Pelosi, that she can't buy this district. She's put in millions of dollars trying to buy this campaign, this election. We're not going to have it. And he's going to also send a clear message to Bill de Blasio that these pro-criminal policies that put criminals before law-abiding, tax-paying citizens are backwards and we're not tolerating it anymore. A lot of the Republican candidates for Congress are giving lukewarm support to the president. They have to walk a very tight line. They don't want the president in their districts endorsing them because he's not particularly popular among a lot of people. You, on the other hand, are embracing your relationship with the president. And I know we here in New York know that this 11th district is a swing district. It could go either way because there are a lot of Republicans, especially in Staten Island, a lot of conservative folks there, and also the Orthodox Jews in Brooklyn who might be in that district might be likely to vote Republican. But it's not popular to marry yourself in this election too closely with the president. You're throwing caution to the wind and doing just that. Well, look, I'm my own person, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to continue to be that person. And it's, when I agree with the president, I absolutely stand with him 100%. When I don't agree with him, I will say so. So it really depends on the issue in particular. But I think that President Trump is the only one that could really restore our economy to the pre-COVID unemployment levels that we had. He's created millions of jobs. Wages were lifted. He did wonderful things for our veterans in the VA system. He's doing a lot to reduce the cost of prescription drugs. You're seeing peace deals occurring here that are historic. There's a lot to be said about his record. And think about if he had a house that actually worked with him. If he had a house of representatives that actually worked with him, he would be able to do so much more. But here in New York City, even with something like the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement, which was resoundingly applauded, the delegation here tried to derail it. They all signed a letter that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, a devout socialist, circulated to try to derail the deal. I was the one who worked with the president in my capacity as a state legislator and garnered support for the U.S.-Mexico-Canada deal. And that's what we need. We need members who are willing to work with him. And look, when you disagree, you disagree. But, you know, I'm not going to agree with anybody 100% of the time. But the president has done a good job the American people. If he had a House of Representatives that would work with him, he would do much more. And secondly, you know, he he is polling in this district relatively well. In the the Marist poll that came out, it showed him ahead by 7%. He did win the district last cycle by 10%. And finally, while there's been a lot of attention to the contentiousness, not only when you're making public pronouncements, you and Max Rose, and in your advertising, both, some of the ads are, are pretty sharp, I would say. But one of the things I do love about this campaign is that both of you are going back to the basics and actually walking the district and knocking on doors. 
Yeah, look, I uh, it's actually one of my favorite things to do. It's not only a great, great weight loss plan, but it's nice to get out there and just meet the people. It's been a tremendous journey. I've really enjoyed walking all parts of this district and talking to the people that I hope to represent in the United States Congress. And what I'm hearing are the things that that I'm concerned about, they're concerned about too. They want public safety. They want to make sure that we have a strong economy and we restore the jobs that were lost during COVID. They want to preserve the American dream for their children and grandchildren. That's something so special that me as a daughter of immigrants, I appreciate and I want to be able to preserve America's promise and potential, unlimited potential uh, for future generations. And most importantly, we want to stop socialism. That's what millions of immigrants fled other countries to come here to escape the very policies that Democrats are trying to push. And we need to stop them. And to me, that is really what is on the ballot this election cycle. Well, I appreciate that. And I know you, you are the daughter of immigrants, including I think your mother came from Cuba and escape communism there. So I certainly understand your perspective. And I just want to point out to the listeners that I did invite Max Rose to come on with me, not during this interview, but in a separate interview. And so far, I have not heard a thing. Crickets from the Max Rose campaign. But maybe he will call in the near future. But at this point, he has not. Nicole Meliotakis, good luck to you. And if you're elected, for sure, I'll be knocking on your door for more interviews. Well, I appreciate it. I urge everyone to visit my website, Nicole4NY.com, and help us win back this seat. Thanks again, and good luck to you. Thank you.